0: Saturday brunch with Elmo on vision. And I'm uh, with the guys from Ren Collective. Hey, how you going, guys?
1: Hey, how's it going? Oh, yes, we're doing the best. <laughs> <laughs> so is that coffee you're drinking there? It's uh, it's uh, I'm on multiple cups so far this morning, indeed, yes.
2: Yeah. See, I'm,
0: I'm only at number one so far, so uh, we might have to take it easy if that's okay.
2: Yeah, I, I hear that you Australians do a pre-coffee coffee, you know, like a, like a quick coffee, and then you make a good one afterwards. Yeah, quick
0: coffee just while you're, while you're brewing up the really good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell me a little bit about um, how Ren Collective came about, because originally you were Ren Collective Experiments, so does that mean that, that the experiment's
2: now over and it's the real deal? <laughs> well, we started back 2001 as a, uh, a gathering of people in their 20s. Um, it was called Rend. Rend's uh, an old English word that's in the King James. Uh, basically, uh, the whole idea of there's a there's a verse in jewel that says... Um, you know, that we uh, are to rend our hearts, not our garments, you know, that's what God commands his people, so basically, don't be religious, be the real deal <laughs> and then there's another verse in Isaiah where the prayer is that God would rend the heavens and come down so basically tear open the heavens and come and meet his people. That's kind of where that's where our heart came from, our community came from is basically we wanted to be real, we didn't want to be fake, we didn't want to be, you know religious for the sake of it, but we wanted to be genuine and uh, also that we believed that, that God could Come and meet us and with his presence So that's our 2001, and then we start, we didn't start writing songs for maybe seven years. I pastored that community. Uh, Chris, who's our singer, he led worship at it. And then, yeah, we started Rank Collective Experiment. Then we realised the title was too long after two albums. And with an Irish accent, it's much worse. <laughs> we dropped the experiment and here we are, Rank Collective 2016.
0: I remember the, uh, the album that came out without experiment on it. And I thought, well, clearly the experiment has finished. It's been a success <laughs> and now it's just a collective.
1: Uh, make no mistake, we're, we're just as bad as we were at the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: obviously your transition into uh, to being a Band and making music has kind of—it's just just happened. But if you weren't making music, what would you be doing? What you know? W- would you be teaching school? Would you be a, a builder or a doctor or
1: nothing with really any skill? I—I uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I used to work in a, in a music shop, so. I used to be the guy who would duplicate CDs and cassette tapes. Um, So hopefully something other than that, but I have no idea. You'd be out
2: of a job now. (laughs) I'd be out of a job.
1: Spotify would have killed me. You know, and here it is again.
2: (laughs) Actually, I taught drums in all the schools in our town. So I did that for 10 years. So I'll probably still be doing that. It's hard putting up with a 12-year-old, banging the drums really
0: loud at you all day, every day. You travel around the world um, performing on, on stages in lots of countries. You must have some pretty memorable moments. What, what's the, the most memorable moment for you? Whether it's something deep and significant and spiritual or whether it's just something really hilarious that happened <laughs> on stage. <laughs> oh, there's
2: so many. I, I, you know, we, were, we played in Brazil last year and Brazil, to me, seems like a world away from Ireland. And when we arrived there, um, we were leading worship. They knew every single song, and we thought this is crazy. This is the other side, like of the world. They don't speak English, and uh, but then what got really funny was we thought, what we'll do to end the night? We'll end it with Matt Redman's Ten Thousand Reasons, which is the song of the century. Like everybody knows it, and nobody knew it. <laughs> so I immediately got off stage and texted Matt and was like, haha, we're more popular than you. <laughs> so they knew all your
0: songs but not 10,000. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed that. But that was the only
1: place on the entire planet that that was the case. <laughs> uh, we, uh, I, I, the one that came to my mind was when we played in London maybe four or five years ago now. Um, we're, we're playing at this church and it was, very, it was quite quiet uh, but it got a little bit ruckus on stage and Gareth got struck in the forehead by uh, Chris's head, the headstock of Chris's guitar and uh, had blood traipsing down his face. And, uh, but he carried on, bless him. He I did carry on playing the mandolin or, or the uh, the accordion with with blood all over the keys,
2: blood-soaked and,
1: hands. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's while playing the
1: accordion. <laughs> I'm sure there's a metaphor in there somewhere. Yeah, it's just, it's that, that's pretty rock and roll. Again. Yeah, yeah,
0: blood-soaked hands on the accordion. <laughs> <laughs> New album title? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Now you mentioned 10,000 um, reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, of all the songs in Christian music, and maybe it is that one, but of all the songs in Christian music. Are there any that you think, man, I wish we wrote that song?
2: Oh yeah, definitely 10,000 reasons. And that and In Christ Alone, mm. which is an amazing Irish hymn. If we had written those two, I wouldn't even be here today. I would have retired because we would have been so awesome.
0: <laughs> My work here is done. Beam yeah, yeah. me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> now, when when you're not touring the world and, uh, and making music, what do you like to do for fun?
1: We're so rarely uh, not touring, but uh our, I recently got married, so um, I have been putting a lot of pictures on the wall. I lived by myself before now and I was happy enough with just the beige plainness um, but apparently that is not sufficient uh, that's that 's that 's a house, not a home so i 've been uh, yeah i 've been working on that i also my wife and I like photography, so we, we uh, we're fairly rubbish, but we like to go out and explore and do that sort of thing and and then i 'm trying to get into cooking more as well i 'm into that but you know, you. Yeah, well, you know, just trying to. Just happy stuff. wife, happy life. Do, do you find now that you're
0: married that there are a lot more cushions in the house?
1: The, there are cushions for things that are I, I, I honestly didn't have any cushions before this um, so yes, my sofa has five cushions on it, the armchair has three I actually have to remove cushions to sit down it's more inconvenient than it is comfortable the cushion well, to human well, ratio
0: well, <laughs> welcome to the club, I think yeah. it's something that all of us married men uh, yeah. learn fairly early on uh, now um, In the days of social media and email, I guess um, connecting with your fans is so much easier now than perhaps it would have been 15, 20 years ago. Um, You must hear a lot from from people who have been impacted by your music. Is there a particular story that stands out from someone who's got in contact with you of how one of your
2: songs has impacted them? There's so many stories that you hear that I think that's a privilege of what we do is the fact that we get to be part of people's stories, part of people's part of people's struggles um, one that comes to mind um, is there was a, a couple who we met after a show and they had a little baby and she was born and she only had a couple of days to live and it was a terribly sad story um, but what they told us was the whole time they were in the hospital they played our record and um, there was, she had such heavy brain damage that she couldn't really move or do anything and um, there was this moment where in one of the songs uh, there's the lyric just you know hearts open wide hands lifted high and they said it was the only time they'd ever seen her move and she raised her hands up a little bit and just as soon as they told me that I just broke down in tears they were telling me and my wife the story and so the four of us were just crying together after a show and it, it was such a lovely moment because I mean that's a tragedy it's, it's a really difficult time for that couple but the privilege for us is that we're bringing encouragement and we're bringing God's word and, and people allow us to be a part of that so it's it's awesome.
0: Now, um, I'm going to do something a little fun in just a moment. But before before we do that, um, is there a song on, on your record that, maybe not even a single, but, but is your favorite song personally?
2: Hmm. Well, we have a new record. Uh, we brought out a Campfire record three years ago. This is Campfire 2. They're very uh, suitably <laughs> named because it's the second one. <laughs> uh, there's a song in it called Every Giant Will Fall. Uh, I think that's my favorite. That's uh, It's not because we don't like tall people, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that whole the, the whole story of David and Goliath, the whole story of the children of Israel um, being too afraid to go into the promised land because of all the giants that were there. It's, it's a real uh, battle cry. Gets the uh, Celtic blood flowing.
0: I want to do something. It's uh, it's called the quick fire round. Okay. There there are five questions. Four of them are multi choice. One is open ended, and it will provide a psychological profile of, of you and your sanity. Are you ready for the quick fire round? All right. Here we go. Liz Paul or Strat? Strat. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. Correct answer. Uh, iPhone or Android? IPhone. iPhone. And finally, who would you least like to meet in a dark alley?
2: Rand Collective.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite scary if you were walking through an alley and met yourself yeah. coming the, the other way.
2: That would be terrifying. I would know that we were in a multiverse, some yeah. sort of other place, Dimension You
0: found ca- 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 a wormhole or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, the computer's processing your results and I think we're all good. We're in the clear. Well yes, done. Yes,
2: yes.
1: I can't trust that computer at all <laughs> after that answer. <laughs> Maybe it's just because we said Batman. Yeah, yeah I, um, think, I think that must be Superman's
2: it. Superman's the worst. He's just too good.
1: You know? And what's with
2: the
0: underpants on the outside?
2: Yeah, you know Nobody needs underpants. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for uh, chatting with us, awesome. guys. It's been awesome.
1: You thanks for having us.
0: Before you go, thanks for listening.
1: There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au.
2: And remember, Vision is listener-supported.